You're listening to a session of Come Celebrate, hosted by the Bay Christian Family Church. So as growing up in the church, I have had my fair share of going to conferences. Even when my parents have made me go to conferences, I still went. I even said, I have school. They said, I don't care, you're going to church. So being in these conferences, you're exposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when you're exposed to the gospel, you leave changed. You come in with the message, you hear the message, you're lifted up by faith, if faith is being preached and you leave changed. And being in these conferences, especially on day three like you are now, you're stirred up, you have fire within you, you're stirred up with faith. But now what happens a week after? What happens a month after? What happens a year after? Are you broke, busted and disgusted again? Or are you still set on fire? Do you still have the faith that is within you that got taught on this stage? Now, what I hope for you today is that you keep that fire burning, that you don't let that fire go out. The hour is near of Jesus's return and we can't afford to let that fire go out. Jesus needs a generation that is on fire for Him, that is different from the world. We're not yet to act like the world. We're not yet to look like the world and we're not yet to be like the world. We're here to be God's children. People set on fire. So when people look at you, do they know this person has been with Jesus? This person is different. I need what you have. When Jesus walked up to Peter, he said, follow me. I will make you a fisher of men. Peter left everything. Why did he leave everything? Because he knew there's something in Jesus that I need. There's something different about Jesus. And there's something different about you as well. Amen. So everyone turn with me to Leviticus chapter 6. And verse 8, then the Lord said to Moses, give Aaron and his sons the following instructions regarding the burnt offering. The burnt offering must be left on top of the altar until the next morning. And the fire on the altar must be kept burning all night. Verse 12, meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Everyone say never go out. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. He will then burn the fat on the peace offerings on it. Remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. Everyone say that with me. It must never go out. The fire will never go out. You will leave here today burning with such a passion for God that the fire will never go out. You will be filled with the Holy Ghost and fire. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 25. Jesus was speaking to His disciples and He said, Then the kingdom of heaven was like ten bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps. 
But the other five were wise enough to take along extra olive oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, Please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, We don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourself. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then they who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he called back, believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch, for you do not know the hour of my return. Now, if these were 10 bridesmaids, five were foolish and five were wise. The bridesmaids are representations of the church. What that tells us here is that five of the bridesmaids were set on fire and five let the fire go out. There is a chance for half of the church to be left behind when Jesus comes and fetches his church. And why is that? Because they denied the power that is in Jesus' name. Because they let the fire go out. And I'm here to tell you today, do not, and I tell you this, do not let the fire go out. Because Jesus is returning very soon, but you have a job to do. Your job is to keep that fire burning. You can't afford to let that fire go out. Because when Jesus returns, will He recognize you as His Son? Will He recognize Himself in you? Will He see the fire that is in Him living inside of you? The earth is waiting for a manifestation of the sons of God. The earth is waiting for the sons of God to wake up and do what needs to be done to get people saved, to act like children of God, to be committed to the house of God, to not bow down to the things of this world. I believe there's people in here today that won't bow down to the things of this world because things aren't gonna get better. But the thing is you have the power of God within you. So when the devil says back down, what are you gonna do? You're gonna look at him in his face and say, you live under my feet. You have a crushed head. I fully expect to see the devil with a crushed head. The scripture that says one comes to bruise your heel, another crushes his head. Who does the devil think he is? What does a defeated man think he has time to talk to me? Jesus lives within me. I don't have time to speak with defeated people. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 29. For our God 
is a devouring fire. Our God is a consuming fire. Jesus is coming back and He's coming back with eyes of fire. He has, His ministers are filled with fire. We are clothed with tongues of fire. The Bible is not an instruction manual. The Bible under the preaching of the Holy Ghost is fire. Are you set on fire? Are you ready to do the work of the Lord? Are you ready to get people saved in this last hour of time? Because God is calling for His children to wake up and do what needs to be done. Romans chapter 1 verse 18 to 16. Verse 8 to 16. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes. The Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in His sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the Scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous man, that a righteous person has life. The power of the gospel is what gets people saved. Well-orchestrated church services doesn't get people saved. The power of the gospel gets people saved. Nice Instagram posts don't get people saved. The power of the preaching of the gospel gets people saved. Acts chapter 1 verse 4 to 5. Once, when he was eating with them, he commanded them. So this was Jesus eating with his disciples. Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised you. As I told you before, John baptized you with water, but in just a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And verse 8, but you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. We have too many Christians nowadays walking around without the power. We have too many depressed Christians. We have too many gay Christians. How does it even make sense that this has been allowed in the church? When when the power of God comes upon you, you are meant to be set free and changed forever. When I got touched by the Holy Spirit, I was changed forever. Never the same again. And nowadays in the church, people come and they leave exactly the same. Where has the power gone? Is the power living inside of you today? When you leave this place, will people recognize that person has power within them? The power of God lets a person walk in this door one way and leave completely different. Where they go to their friends, I don't recognize you. You're not like this. Why don't you come with me to the clubs anymore? Why don't you go with me to the bars anymore? There's too many Christians in clubs. There's too many Christians in bars. 
the power of God is supposed to change you completely. Where you give your everything to the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and all the rest will be added to you. That is our duty as Christians. Not to go to church when we want to go to church. To go to church because the presence of God is there and I'm pursuing the presence of God. Why is this building not packed? Because there's people out there that have denied the power of God. Why are those boards not full? Because there's people that have denied the power of God. It's your job to carry the power of God. God didn't save you to comfort you in the storm. God didn't even say, I'm going to stop the storm for you. He put the power in you so you can stop the storm. When the devil comes at you, just turn your hand and say, I know who I serve. The living power of God lives within me. I don't have time to speak with defeated people. In the book of Isaiah, it says that when the nations see who the devil is, they will say, is this the man that made the nations fall? Is this the man that made me depressed? Is this the one that kept me in my addiction? Is this the one that kept me held in alcohol addiction? Is this the one that kept, kept me smoking? If you really knew what the devil looked like and how much power the devil has, which is none, you would throw that cigarette far away from you and never pick it up again. Don't let the devil keep you bound. He knows where he's going. So don't go with him. The devil's just an unemployed angel. You took the devil's job. You took what the devil wants. You look like God, which what he wanted. He wanted to ascend to the throne of heaven. That's what you got. You, Jesus lives within you. And you got what he wanted. He wanted to be worshipped. He was the one that worshipped God, right? He was the musician in heaven. Now what do we do? Before church on a Sunday, before the service starts, we lift up our hands and we worship our Father because that's our job now. So don't let the devil keep you bound. You're a child of God. You have power within you. Say, I have power. Acts chapter 2. Verse 1 to 4. On the day of Pentecost, the Spirit, on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then, what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. God is a consuming fire. So when the fire of God hits you and fills you, you are meant to change. You are meant to be different. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. You sound like you're on fire. 
If I were to take petrol, pour it on you, light a match, what would you do? I'm on fire. Please save me. You would be rolling around on this floor, screaming up and down, trying to get this fire out. When the fire of God hits you, you're meant to change. You're meant to be different. You are not meant to be the same. You are in this world, but you're not of this world. If I were to go do those DNA tests, they test my blood. They see you have this much from this country, this much from this country. They will say, Josh, you are untrackable. Now I would say, because I'm not of this world, the Spirit of the Lord lives within me. My veins are filled with the blood of Jesus. The time for meek and mild Christianity is over. We heard that last night. It's time to square our shoulders back, to stand up for the gospel of Jesus Christ and say, you won't have my children. You won't have my family. You won't have my country. This country belongs to Jesus Christ. This country belongs to the sons of God. It only takes a small amount of people to change a whole nation. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. When the kids said bow to this art, do you think they were the only Hebrew people there? No, but they were the only three that refused to bow. Then the king said, if you don't bow, I will make the furnace seven times hotter. Then they said, we know our God will deliver us, but even if he doesn't, we still won't bow to your God. You know what that means? If I die, I die. I don't care. I'm not bowing to your God. Are there people yet today that won't bow to this world? That won't bow to the citizens of this world because they know who their God is. Because they know who their God is. He's a consuming fire. So what did the king do? Took them. The soldiers took them, threw them in the fire. Who were the ones that died? The soldiers, they survived in the fire. And then what did the king do? Made the whole nation worship the God that, that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood up for. If you just stand for the kingdom of God, this whole nation will be changed. And it's your job to stand. It's not our pastor's job to stand. It's your job to stand. It's your job to be committed to the house of God. Do not deny the power. When a move is happening at church, be at church. I'm pretty sure if a genuine revival was happening in this church, the people that aren't here won't even come to that revival. Because if they didn't come now, why would they come to the revival? God is always on the move. He's in this place right now. And He lives inside of you. You have power. Say that with me. I have power. God is waiting for a hungry generation, a thirsty generation that's waiting for to be worshipping Him, that's waiting to cry out, run to the altar to serve Him. Smith Wigglesworth would go onto a train and then the man sitting next to him would just start weeping, 
So I don't know why I feel so convicted about my sins, but I feel like I need to repent. Why? Because that man carried power. Does that power live within you? Because it's available to every Christian. It's not available to certain people. It's whoever's hungry and thirsty for the things of God. We're not here to play church. The time is too short. There's people dying and going to hell. We have to stand up for the gospel. Preach what is right. Live what is right. You don't put your church clothes on and then walk out the door and live a completely different life. The fire of God's meant to change you. You're meant to be different. If people really knew how close we were to the return of Jesus Christ, we couldn't keep those doors open enough. This place would be packed day in, day out. Jesus loves people that are hungry and thirsty for him. People that has a passion for him. Do you have a passion for Jesus today? Do you have a passion to serve him? Or what's more important, work or church? Work or the kingdom? Your kids' school life or the kingdom? Because I'm telling you, when Jesus comes and fetches us, all that stuff will be left behind. All your houses will be left behind. All your degrees will be left behind. And what will go with you? The souls that you saved. That is what going with you. What you poured into the kingdom of God. What are you willing to lay down for Jesus? Because He laid down everything. What are you willing to lay down today? The anointing and fire was in Peter. Peter was so filled with the anointing and the fire, people knew his route when he left his prayer room. They would so hope and they would believe and they would know this man is filled with fire. If I lay the sick just on the pavement that he walks by, if his shadow just touches them, they will be saved. That is the power that you can carry today as well. But why don't we carry that power? Because there's people that have denied the power of God. You can't look very cool, calm, and collected when you are on fire. You are meant to look different. David was filled with the power of God. And that was in the Old Testament. He came up to the giant Goliath that was looking at him. And he didn't just say, who is this giant? He talked smack to him. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? A teenage boy willing to talk smack to a giant. And then what did he do? He defeated him and then cut his head off and walked around with it like a Louis Vuitton her purse. That's what power is. That's what it means to know who you are in Jesus Christ. That's what it means to know that when Jesus lives inside of you, if God is for me, who can be against me? Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. 
when Peter denied Jesus three times. After the day of Pentecost and being filled with fire, he then preached a message from the book of Joel without any notes and 3,000 people got saved. You may be here today, I don't know, I've denied Jesus, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. When the power of God hits you, you will change forever. Your school will be saved. Your workplace will be saved. Your family will be saved. Why? Because the power lives within you. Because it's not by your power, but it's by God's power. John 14 verse 1 to 4. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so... I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may also be. And where I go, you know. And the way, you know. Family, do not be discouraged. Because Jesus has already overcome the world. The gospel of Jesus Christ is real. The fire of God is real. Dead religion never changed anybody's life. Dead religion never got anyone saved. It's by the believing the power of God that you are saved. It's by the fire of God that you are changed forever. And now it's your job as a people, after receiving the fire, to not keep it to yourself. When a forest fire is made, what does it do? It spreads. It doesn't stay in one place. It doesn't light up, wait till Sunday, light up again, die during the week, light up on Sunday again. Your job is to keep the fire burning until the return of Jesus Christ. Don't be one of the foolish bridesmaids that knew the gospel. If these were 10 bridesmaids, that means there were 10 Christians who were taught the Word of God, but then neglected the power that let the fire go out. So now it's your job to keep the fire burning. You can't afford to let it go out. Everyone say this with me. I won't let it go out. We are in this world to be the light in the darkness. And what does light do? Light drives out darkness. Darkness cannot drive out light. So if you were a Christian and the darkness took you out, it's okay, you can repent, but receive the power of God so that you can be set free and changed forever because your family needs it. Because your church needs it. Your school needs it. You're not here to keep the gospel to yourself. People will call you a fool. People will call you drunk. But that's okay because Jesus was mocked for my sake. So I'm okay to be mocked for his sake. I'm not here to be popular. I'm here to spread the gospel. This is not my home. I'm not staying here. 
I'm here to plunder hell and populate heaven. And I know that there's people that are here today. Paul writes in Philippians 3, forget everything that is behind you. Put it behind you. Stop thinking about your past. Stop thinking about your childhood. When you got saved, you became a new creation. So then Paul says, if there's anyone that can brag in how they live their life, Paul said, I'm the one that can brag. But he said, I counted all as nothing because I met Jesus, because he set me free. So anything that you've been through, forget about it. You are a brand new creation. Anyone that's talked bad about you, forget about it. You're a brand new creation. We look onwards. We look towards heaven. That is our assignment. We as the church are the bride of Christ. Revelations 19 verse 7 to 9. Let us rejoice and exult and give Him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come. And His bride... That's the church, has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are the true words of God. Family, do not miss the coming of Jesus Christ. Do not let the fire of God go out. Nikki and I, we're getting married in 15 days. And as her, as my bride, she's out getting herself ready. She goes for her hair trials to get the best hair. She goes out and she gets the best dress that fits her properly. She goes out and gets the best nails that's fitting her properly. She gets the best shoes. Why? Because she's preparing herself for when we become one. God is not coming back for a girlfriend. God is not, Jesus is not coming back for a friend. He's coming back for a bride. Jesus is coming back for a people. Set on fire for Him. On that day that Nikki and I become one, she's laying down everything. She's letting it all go. She's putting her past behind her and she's becoming one with me. When Jesus comes and fetches you, you become one with the Father. Jesus lives within you. You have the power of God. Jesus is coming back for His church and He's coming back for a glorious church. He's not coming back for a broken, busted and disgusted church. He's not coming back for a weak church. He's not coming back for a church that chooses when they want to go to church. He's coming back for a church that have laid down everything. That have said, you are my life. I'm giving my life to you. I'm not here to live for myself anymore. Because it's not about me anymore. I have died. 
No longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. Does that mean a dead man can get offended? Jesus lives within you. So believe it. Believe in the uncompromised Word of God. Believe in the power of God. Thank you for listening to this session of Come Celebrate. We hope you enjoyed.